So does your career energize you with life or does it drain you? Recent Gallup polls show that a whopping 70% of us feel disengaged in the workplace. There's just gotta be a better way. Welcome to our authentic careers where it is my job to uncover the ideas and strategies that can help you become better aligned with your career. I'm your host, Gert Sabar, and I interview people like you and me about the twists and turns in their career paths so that we can all achieve greater clarity, meaning, and fulfillment in ours. So what intrigues me so much about these weekly conversations I've been having is that each and every one gives me and you a front row seat to how it is guests are going about traversing their careers and specifically gives us a really good view of wherever it is they happen to be in their journey at the very moment I talk to them. Rightly or wrongly, I often think about our jobs and career choices as chisels of sorts, chisels that over time carve out our true purpose in life, chisels that help us figure out why it is we're here on this planet and what it is we're meant to be doing, which is a long-winded way of saying that I really appreciated the conversation I had this week with Gosha Ashby, a realtor here in Southern California. As you'll soon hear, she brings a very open and frank perspective to the unfolding of her career and to a purpose that continues to be chiseled away for her as we speak. Also, she makes what to me were some really key observations about the struggles she's had along the way and how today she views this idea of struggling quite differently. So without further ado, I present you Gosha Ashby. So firstly, thank you very much for agreeing to share your, uh, your career journey. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you for including me. All right, so let's get started. So the first question is, Gosha, do you ever think about the concept of purpose or mission or what it is that I'm doing here or meant to be doing here on this planet? Oh, my God. I think that I think about it way too much. I think about it all the time, um, especially in the last, I say, five years of my life. It became really, really important to me. Yeah. At every journey, I think... Um, you know, I'm more interested in the process than the final destination. So I, I, I think I don't have quite defined purpose yet, but I, I sort of know where I want to go, which I, which I think is, uh, it's a good start. Yeah. What it is that uh, excites me in life is to introduce people to spaces that enhance quality of their lives. Uh-huh. I'm really fascinated by architecture and art. I believe that style and good design um, can really enhance people's lives. I mean, it's a very important aspect of who we are. So by introducing people to well-designed spaces in the right location, um, if I can enhance their life and, and make an impact in a positive way, it's a very rewarding feeling for me. So this is this is sort of for... I feel I can contribute to something greater than my my own life. When did you become aware that this idea of design and spaces was something that was really meaningful and moving to you? Uh, That's an interesting question. I think for a very first time um, that I wanted to go to art school, 
school was in high school. Yep. I knew that art and design was something that inspiring me. Um, at that time, I was much more connected to uh, to painting, I would say, or more two-dimensional art. But after uh, studying art school, um, after first year, it was very uh, clear to me that I'm definitely my my my, my visual language is three-dimensional language. Yeah. So I I uh, moved to um, to sculpture for a few months, and then definitely I knew that spaces is what I want to do. That's how I started my journey. So my connection to spaces developed, you know, in the first right in the beginning of college. But the, the desire of being in a in a visual field was in high school. Can you tell the listeners what is it that you do today? I am a realtor. Yep. I uh, um, I help people buy and sell properties in Southern California. We are we have a very eclectic little community, so there's very different um, locations and areas, and I'm trying to connect people with the right spaces that, as I mentioned, I can somehow enhance the quality of their life. Yeah. And, Gosha, do you feel like this job that you currently have, do you feel like it provides you the platform through which to express this idea of spaces and connecting people to them? Is that, is that Do you feel like you have landed on the right platform? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I don't think my journey, my journey is quite completed yet. Yep. It was a very important part of my journey, and it is a very important part of my journey, because through uh, embracing a journey in sales, I've learned so much about the inventory of spaces that we have, and I've learned a lot about people, about how people getting connected to homes and how they feel and how they, what they're looking for and, and what makes them tick. Yep. And um, I have much better understanding of connections, uh, how people connect to spaces and different personalities to locations and spaces. However, I, I do still, my, my ultimate dream would be to, in addition to sales, would be to be able to build homes and uh, knowing what I know can apply to, to, to creating homes that I know people are really are uh, looking for. So that would be a great addition to my practice. So, Gosha, can we take a step back? You mentioned that you this idea of spaces and design um, crystallized for you in college. If you go further back to childhood, do you have any recollection of sort of the first moment that you had an idea or that you even uh, had a concept in your head of what it is you wanted to be when you grew up? I really don't. Uh, there is a moment uh, that I remember vividly. I think I was like uh, six or seven years old. And uh, for Christmas, you know, you get multiple gifts. But one of the gifts that I got was a set of paints. So it's a different, you know, set of different color of paint. Yep. And I just sat through rest of the holiday, and I was just painting whatever I, I could. And I was, that was my favorite gift. And I think at that moment, I realized I really, I really like sketching, and I really like art. It was, it was definitely much more meaningful for me than, than the, you know, other gifts, dolls and things like that. 
Yeah. So I think that's where it started, probably formalizing. Yeah, and so from that moment, um, how active of a concept did this idea of art become in your mind? Did you, you know, as you're moving through school and as you're moving, as, as you're leading up to college, is that something you're focusing on now a lot? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the uh, you start, the older you get, um, you know, in school years, you're selecting friends based on your interests. I think most of my friends were like me. We were the people that were going to openings, and we were the people that uh, taking art classes and stuff like that versus the people that, you know, went to football games. It's yeah. just sort of... Um, so, so people were a very uh, important part of me. And I also think uh, being European, European needs much more focus, even though uh, at the time I, I came from, you know, um, had the Eastern Bloc, but it was still the design. The design was important to people. So I think a lot of family friends, they really cared about their homes, and they really, you know, it, it, was, it was ongoing topic in the, uh, you know, when you, when you saw people. So that was also influential. Gosha, what did, um, if you don't mind me asking, what is it that your parents do or did? So uh, my parents uh, both were engineers. Yep. Um, so very different mindsets. Uh, I mean, it, it's pretty incredible. I'm, I'm the only child, and um, I probably couldn't be more different than my parents. Uh-huh. But they also gave me a lot of freedom. So they were not influencing uh, my decision who I want to be. Yep. So even though, you know, a lot of parents fear the idea of a child becoming an artist uh, because obviously, you know, not paying as well as being, uh, you know, in different fields. Right. They were okay with that. And they always raised me with the concept of having high um, expectations as I approach life. So I think that was something that always influenced me because I always wanted to look for the best way of, of solving a problem or, or, or I really um, I have this very high expectation in what I do, yeah. which, which helped me to uh, be more you know, um, successful. Gosha, thinking back on your career and your your life and thinking about your friends family and colleagues was there any particular piece of advice or counsel that they've consistently come up to you for for last few years i think uh people do come to me for real estate advice i think that's probably uh the question that I've been asked the most because prior to even become a realtor, I built my own home and I always was in some kind of a space related field. So people respect a lot uh, my opinion on, on that. And what about before becoming a realtor? Was there a consistent thread in what people would, would um, come up to you for? Advice they'd seek from you? Well, I think it was more of a life. I think at the time I was younger, but I was always very aware of everything that's happening around me. So I always was on top of like knowing where the new restaurants are or where the movies are coming out or great books or, or things that. So people always, um, you know, ask me what I thought about certain things or if they wanted to go somewhere, ask me for my recommendation lifestyle wise. Where did that part of you 
come from? Well, I think it's, uh, uh, it's from uh, deep down being an artist. I think I am not an artist that supports myself in producing art, uh, you know, that, that, that supports my life. Yeah. But I think I'm an artist. Uh, being an artist is a lifestyle. Being an artist is finding beauty and being always curious and, and question things. Yeah. So um, it's, it's just in me. It's the way I set the table. I, I believe that, you know, when you set the table, the, the, the way you put the flowers and the plates and, and, and the visual aspect of a table could be it's, it's, it's as important as the food you serve. And the presentation of the food, and so, so I, I, you know, I always try to uh, uh, bring the, 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 the beauty or, or the, 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 the dialogue of things together. Yeah. So, Gosh, I want to take this from a slightly different angle. Are you today in your career where you thought you would be when you were younger? Absolutely not. No, never. I think I would be a, an artist. Uh, having my huge studio and uh, being completely free, working with no constraints yeah. and just pushing the boundaries. Yeah, oh my God, what a change of reality. But uh, yeah, def definitely not. Yeah, um, no, that's helpful. And then, so explain to me, when did this, uh, so you had that thought that you were going to be this this artist. When did that idea dr officially drop off the radar screen? A um, couple years uh, before my son was born. Okay. Um, I think uh, I, I actually went to graduate school here in LA uh, doing uh, new media and design, and I produced quite successful projects on multiple point of view. So we were shooting uh, a movie. Uh, or one story that showed the point of view of each character. So let's say uh, if someone is tall and sort of observed, the space for them, the same space for them would look very different than for someone who's shorter and maybe more energetic. They would, they would notice different things. The colors of the space could have changed. And wow. obviously the content of the dialogue, even though there's the same conversation. So this project was quite successful, and, and, and I actually showed it all over the world and uh, um, had opportunity to work on a couple of commercial projects that uh, embedded that idea. Yep. But um, I still felt that uh, I wasn't quite fulfilled because there was a lot of politics, and, and I was very interested in ideas, and the production, especially later, you know, that become, I just, I just felt very disconnected. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just wasn't quite fulfilled. And at the same time, we were building um, our house in Santa Monica, and I really enjoyed the process. So um, I thought, you know, this is not where I should be. I really should be. I really like this feel of being around spaces, and that sort of started uh, creating a new journey. I walked away from, you know, more artistic world to more let's make something type of a world at the time. Is any part of you today looking back or missing that artistic self? Well, yes, I think life is a conundrum, uh, I'll, you know, so... On one side, I'm really happy, and I think I made the right choice for uh, my son and a bride. But 
you always wonder what could be if you went on different paths. Yep. And it could have been fantastic, but it could have been disaster. So, <laughs> right. you know, you always wonder, but I think it's just part of uh, who we are. Uh, and definitely part of my nature, yeah. Uh, let me ask this uh, from another angle. Uh, on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 is a total non-issue and 10 is a big, dark, gloomy shadow, how large a shadow would you say that financial considerations have had over your career path to date? The current career for becoming a realtor absolutely huge. I don't know, uh, probably 7. Yep. But it wasn't also the, the, the money was uh, the time. Because I, I, I knew that I could contribute and, and I know I could do this job well, but I wanted to do it in a time frame that allows me to be with my child. I, I, I wanted to be a mom and I knew that most likely I will have one child. Yep. And I was committed to spend, and I'm, I still am, as much time as possible to be with him to influence his life. Um, I think that's a goal of every parent. So this career absolutely allows me to do it um, because I can work on my own terms and, um, you know, I can work around loading schedule, which is very, very important to me. Are there any um, career decisions looking back that you would today choose to undo or somehow redo? Yes, I think uh, I would trust the system. And I would trust the paths of people that are doing the same thing and are successful in what I'm doing uh -huh. versus trying to reinvent the wheel. I think because of where I'm coming from, I'm full of ideas and I always know better, which is obviously the disadvantage of every um, artistic cell uh, that there is. And I wasted a lot of time to pretty much discover that, yep, they've been doing that and that's works pretty well. Right. So, I mean, obviously, I, um, I, I do put my own uh, touches to it, and um, I, I'm really trying to be a boutique service, and I really try to uh, concentrate individually on one client at the time, but at the same time, there are ways to systematize your work so you're more productive and allows you to even have more time and, you know, just better in what you're doing. So, yeah, definitely... Um, that would be, be something that I would change. Gosh, I want to step back for a second and kind of jump around here for a sec. How did you end up, um, you, you studied, you said you studied art in college? I did. I went to um, the School of Art Institute of Chicago uh, for my undergrad where I study um, architecture. Yep. And then I went from my graduate school uh, to Pasadena to um, Art Center College of Design when I studied new media and communication. And then when you graduated, um, what was your first job out of college? Um, uh, the, I had a m multiple jobs, but I worked uh, in the uh, Museum of Architecture and Design. I worked in architectural firms, and I, um, I just did uh, about a year and a half of, 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 of architecture before um, I moved here to LA in 1997 to, uh, to start a new media program. There was the moment in time when you came on the kind of this fork in the road when you decided to go towards the real estate world. Was it all based on, would you say, kind of security and, and, and time that you were getting? Was that, was that really the core driver? It was uh, right after Lugno was born when I um, 
got my license. Yep. I, um, prior to that, I mean, I, it's just, I, I know I don't want to go back to 12 hour days on the projects that I knew that there were more politics than ideas. Yep. So, I mean, I was happy participating in it, but I wasn't fulfilled. And I just couldn't imagine um, that type of a job. I just, I just lost interest when he was born in, in that type of a lifestyle. Yep. So yep. I, wanted, uh, I wanted something that, um, so I thought about it. Oh, my God, what kind of job could I do that allows me to support myself and continue my lifestyle, but also allows me to spend time with Logan? And I, I literally remember when he was, like, born lying next to bed, my bed, and I was just, like, making all those notes. I'm like, you know what? I should go to real estate. I mean, I really, sh- I, it's going to work. It's, it's yeah. something that I can see myself doing. And I went to UCLA Extension and um, got my uh, license or to fulfill my uh, class requirement there and, and got my license. So let me ask you this. There, there are some people who, you know, who know from birth that they want to be, let's say, a singer. Um, or a musician, or some type of artist, and they will sleep on the sidewalk if they have to. They they're so sold on that idea. Would you say you weren't actually that sold on that idea? That is a very good question. This is something I go back to it all the time um, because I always wonder, like, how much are we willing to do for? for love of something. Right. And um, I think what was going on with me, I always had, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but multidimensional life. Uh-huh. I had a very active uh, group of friends. I had boyfriends. I had family. I had interest in theater, music, books, things. I had so I, I didn't just focus on one thing. Yeah. I think all those aspects were important to me and just to live my life. I just wasn't, like the idea of discovering how that works very rarely would keep me away from going out and enjoying company of my friends, which I also grew and, and um, you know, was, was part of who I was. Right. So I think it's just I am very I am not that type of a person. But I have to tell you because I'm not. I really admire that in people. I I I think I would love to have something that I just I'm so focused and obsessed about it. I can't sleep. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, you know, being a mom now and having still a life. I, I do not want to give that up, and and I I don't want to. I would never want to take that back to be someone else. So it's 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 difficult to say. And so, relatedly, do you feel still a? Is there a part of you that still feels like there's more to what I'm doing? I mean, you you mentioned obviously wanting to look into becoming a developer. In real estate, sure. but is there is there a part of you? Uh, can you say that you are fulfilled and have been fulfilled by the career you've taken, or is there a part of you that still feels like there's just there's more that needs to be explored? Uh, the one thing I know that I want to stick with real estate. So hey, yes. that's good. That's, that's right. That's right. huge for me because I like to change. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm interested in 
a lot of space and I lost interest and I'm moving on to something else. But I'm, I know real estate is for me. I'm sticking with it. But, you know, like everything in life, you can take it on very, um, you know, on a on very simple level and very beginning level or you can accelerate and, and, and you could really get deep into the subject. Yeah. I think real estate, especially in L.A., um, is so fascinating. And uh, as, as I mentioned, the development and the sale part and just the general interest in infrastructure of the city and figure out, figuring out, you know, what is the next thing, um, you know, thinking trade by trends. I, I love it. There is so much into it. So, yes, I, I still have huge dreams and huge goals for myself to get to next level. So don't know how I'm going to make that leap. But, yep. you know, I'll figure it out one day. Um, but yes, I feel that there's so much more and I can still become someone else in the sense of, you know, like in my growth. Gosh, if I was to ask you, um, to fill in the blank, you know, I, of, of this sentence, I am, uh, at a, at my core, uh, a person who needs to do X and, and that X is the equivalent of you know us breathing air to live what what would you what is that thing inside of you that you need to be doing no matter what i need to grow i need to know that this is what i actually love about real estate just going back yep. because there's no houses that are the same there's no transactions that are the same there's no design that is the same yep. that you can learn every day this is very interesting profession because you do a lot of different things and they are always different. So, uh, yeah, um, I want to learn. I always want to learn and I always want to find this moment that, that, that gives me peace, that I know that this is, I'm doing the right thing right now and, and uh, until I find something else that's that's going to push me to the next level. But I think now when I'm getting older, it's even more important to me to do something right and do something, com you know, complete. So I think development, architectural development, will be a perfect uh, strategy for me because it would allow me to use my very analytical sense and um, that I have at the same time would allow me to be a creative and fulfill my uh my, you know, that, 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 that voice that still needs to come out. So last question here, Gosha, knowing what you know today, how would you advise your younger self? Probably don't give up the soon. I, I, because I get distracted, I, I, I probably did not, uh, when I was younger, I did not work really hard to go past struggles. Uh -huh. It was such a growth process. I took them as my uh, weakness versus versus something that is part of the growing process. Yep. So I would be I would be probably uh, that that's definitely one thing that just just go through the through the difficult time and see what's out there, what what's beyond obvious there is in life. Yep. Uh, so maybe that's actually yeah. when you were referring to people that are willing to sleep on the street for their careers because they're so connected to it. I think it's a beautiful moment to feel. And uh, I would probably advise myself to just do your work, do your thing, and um, don't be focused so much on the outcomes. 
Yep. But the process is something, the process of every day of, of how you structure the day, how you feel about each day, pretty much what we have. And, and, you know, we should have goals, but we should not always chase for something that we might not get. We should really focus on doing the best we can every day yep. and take a lot of pride out of it. Love it. Gosha Ashby, thank you uh, very much for sharing your journey. I oh, thought, sure. It was yeah. a pleasure. I, uh, thank you for uh, allowing me this opportunity. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Our Authentic Careers with me, your host, Gert Sabar. If you like what you just heard, I hope you'll let your family, friends, and colleagues know all about this little podcast. And since it's early days here at the OAC, your rating and especially your review of the show on iTunes would also be hugely helpful and very much appreciated. If you think you or someone you know would be a great guest, please, 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 please don't hesitate to reach out at ourauthenticcareers.com.